We've discussed this before. The 1984 Academy Awards for songs from a film was insane. It was bonkers. You had the winner, which was I Just Called to Say I Love You. You had Ghostbusters. You had Against All Odds. You had Footloose. And then you had this little song that we're doing today on Bill and Frank's Guilt Free Pleasures. Let's Hear It for the Boy by Denise Williams, also from Footloose. You really have to wonder, though, if Footloose and Let's Hear It for the Boy weren't from the same album, from the same movie, if one of them would have won. Because I'm not going to lie, Footloose and Let's Hear It for the Boy are one and two, or one one A and one B in my mind, from that group. Okay. You know, maybe maybe Stevie Wonder got a bit of a reprieve from the voters this way. In a way, I kind of feel that Let's Hear It for the Boy is not the one that they would ever choose to win. Like, I feel like the other four seem like something you would pick. Mm -hmm. However, this is the one I come back to. Yeah. And if I were to give you an exhibit A, let's say, for ebullient synth 80s pop, this is the song. So this is exhibit A for Bill and Frank's guilt-free pleasures. This is our first example for 80s synth pop. And once I bring this to the court, case closed, and then the jury gets up and gives a cheer. Okay, so song history is pretty straightforward, but it's a pretty good story. Yeah. Originally, for Footloose, the director was the guy who directed Deer Hunter. His name is Michael Samino. I don't know if this is the natural progression a director would take from doing the Deer Hunter to uh, to Footloose. Well, he did a movie called Heaven's Gate, which was a um, oh, yeah. nuclear disaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. This would have been his first film since Heaven's Gate. Yep. But instead, they ended up with Herbert Ross. What else has he done? He did Goodbye, Mr. Chips, which apparently my father cried during. He did The Goodbye Girl from 1977. Well, he did Footloose. <laughs> and then a movie that's near and dear to our hearts. Steel Magnolias. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Herbert Ross, here's the song that Dean Pritchard, who wrote the screenplay for Footloose and a lot of the songs, yeah. co-wrote, I think, every single one of those songs. I think so, too. Yeah. So, Dean Pritchard has this song called Somebody's Eyes by Carla Bonhoff, who came up in one of our early episodes for the Linda Ronson era Neville, All My Life. That's right. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, she was a... She wrote that one. Yeah, and that's right. It was original. So she had a song, it's called Somebody's Eyes, and that was the song that, in Footloose, Kevin Bacon and Chris Penn were going to be dancing to. But Herbert Ross rightly said, this doesn't have enough punch to it, we need a better song. So Dean Pritchard and Tom Snow quickly write this song, quickly get Denise Williams in with her fantastic backup singers, and we get this perfect track. And it's produced by... George Duke. 
Yeah, and he and he plays on the song yeah, too, right? He plays basically everything except for they have two other session musicians. One is doing most of the percussion. His name is Paulino da Costa, and Paul Jackson Jr. does the guitar. Yeah, and both of these guys are insanely popular session musicians. Yeah. Like the premium. You can hear in in the song, the percussion sounds a little bit like conga from uh, Miami Sound Machine. Yeah. Without the percussion, the song doesn't work. This has no. synth and, and the percussion, yeah. which is basically the entire song. Yeah. But holy cow, it's incredible. Yeah. When you hear those opening beats, it takes you right back and it kind of makes you feel this sort of childlike joy. Yeah. My three-year-old yep. was bopping like crazy to I was going to say, how did, how did your family... Um, uh, react to this song all week. Elijah just kept asking for it to start again. This goes to number one. Footloose already has gone to number one. Yep. This is the second single, also goes to number one. Yeah, because Footloose, the, the song was released before the movie and kind of primed everyone for the movie. Then the movie came out. Then uh, Let's Hear It For The Boy came out yep. as the second single and uh, just crushed things as well. Yep. Number one for two weeks and May 26, 1984 is when it hit the top oh, of the okay. charts. What came before? What came after? Do you know? No. It supplanted Hello... By Lionel Richie. Oh, wow. And then was knocked off the top by Time After Time by Cyndi Lauper. Wow. 1984. Like, I'm just looking at the number one songs. Like, that was great. That was such a fantastic uh, uh, year. In a span of four different number ones, there are three that were on the the list for the Oscar for uh, best song. So it was Footloose, Against All Odds. Then it was Hello, then it was Let's Hear It For The Boy. Insane. And we know that all the songs nominated for that Oscar went to number one. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, our goal is to do all those songs by year's end. Yeah. One of our goals. And another one is for me to meet Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> okay. I think one of them is getting done for sure. Well, a little bit about Denise Williams. She already had a number one hit several years earlier with Johnny Mathis. Yeah. Too Much, Too Little, Too Late. Yeah. I didn't really know it too well, but when I heard it, I'm like, oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. Mm-hmm. Also, she was singing a theme song with Johnny Mathis for a famous TV show at the time. It wasn't fame, was it? Family Ties. Family Ties, sorry. No, it was, uh, oh, um, what's his name? The Dean Pritchard, or, or uh, he, yes. he, he wrote fame. He wrote fame. Yeah. Very yeah, good. That's it. That's okay. It. I got my stuff together. No, that's good. Well, did you look up much about Dean Pritchard? No. Okay, let me tell you about the songs of Dean Pritchard. I'm not going to lie. He sounds like a stuffy Dean from an 80s like uh, university college movie. Well, he wrote Footloose. That's his screenplay. He wrote yeah. all those songs. But I'm going to give you songs that uh, he's written. Okay? Fame. You should hear how he talks about you, Melissa Manchester. He wrote that one with Tom Snow. Solid gold theme. Almost Paradise, of course, on Footloose. Footloose, Holding Out for a Hero, also on Footloose. Yeah, holy cow. Written with Jim Steinman. Yeah, yeah. One More Time, Michael Bolton. It's a late 80s song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After All, Cher, Peter Cetera. Yes. All the Man That I Need, Whitney Houston. 
and Eric Carmen's Make Me Lose Control. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. Now, Tom Snow, I think he's a music writer. I think Dean Pritchard's a lyricist. Mm-hmm. So, d- Tom Snow, of course, did You Should Hear How He Talks About You, the Melissa Manchester song that beat out Gloria for Grammy of the Year. He's So Shy, Pointer Sisters with Cynthia Whale. Love Sneaking Up On You from uh, Bonnie Raitt. Don't Know Much oh. with Cynthia Whale. We talked about him yeah, way yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Aaron okay, Neville, yeah, Linda yeah. Ronstadt. Good For Me, Amy Grant. Oh, nice. And after all, the Peter Cetera song. He also wrote that with Dean Pritchard. So this is huge pedigree. Well, yeah, this is like cream of the crop here. Guilfrey Pleasure's Hall of Fame for songwriting. Yeah. Congratulations, Dean Pritchard and Tom Snow. This is your induction. <laughs> should we start our own Hall of Fame? I think we should have a Guilfrey Pleasure's <laughs> Hall of Fame. I think we've been adding to it. We just got to listen to those episodes. Yeah, we have to actually figure out who's in. Okay. If, if Okay, if we actually have like a Hall of Fame and induction ceremonies, do you think some of these artists might come down and hang out with us? There's always hope. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay, now that we've hit all that, Denise Williams, she goes on to focus on gospel singing and does very well, wins a bunch of Grammys. Yeah, she has that, uh, originally that gospel background, which she mm-hmm. brings into the pop world. And uh, I mean, she does, she has two number one hits, right? So and, she, yeah. she's no slouch here. Yeah, basically two more than you or I. Yeah, well, our songs just haven't caught on yet, I exactly. don't think. <laughs> all right, let's work through this song. Yes. I mean, the lyrics are pretty straightforward. So it's the music that, when you're a kid, this is all you're hearing. But to their credit, those lyrics work so well with the sound. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things I really love about the song, about the music, is I'm guessing it's a synth bass. But there, there's the... Like, it's just yeah. so bouncy and fun, right? It sets that tone. Yeah, it's perfect. That's all George Duke. Right? Yeah. So he's got a vision of what he wants to do, plays it all. And I mean, I guess they come with the song. You think about you think about the melody and all that for the song, but without that backing track, it's it's not gonna make it. Yeah. And there's um well it's gonna get brought up, so we're let's talk about it now. The background singers. Yeah, Boy Meets Girl. Boy Meets Girl, yeah. This is pre waiting for a star to fall, but uh they have a big part of this song too, right? Oh, yeah. So that's George Merrill, Shannon Rubicon? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is a Guilty Pleasures Hall of Fame song. Oh, I know, right? Wow. Like the, the pedigree with the uh, songwriting, the the artist herself, and the background singers? Like, yeah. come on. This is dynamite. Yeah, yeah. When the song was originally recorded, Dina Pitchford thought that Denise Williams's vocals were a little too girly. So what he did was he flew her out from L.A. to New York to re-record the song. Oh. So I, I think this is the second take on it. This makes sense because I was listening to the extended version yeah. on her album today. It was a different vocal. Okay. And it didn't have the same punch yeah. that this version does. Okay. Good call, Dean Pritchard. Yeah. It's actually Dean Pitchford. Oh, man. We've been calling him the wrong name. I'm sorry, Dean. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Oh, Whoops. boy. Yeah. All right. Well, we say well, got Dean, right? Yeah, exactly. No and one pronounces my last name right. All right. First verse. My baby, he don't talk sweet. 
He ain't got much to say, but he loves me, loves me, loves me. I know that he loves me anyway. And maybe he don't dress fine, but I don't really mind, because every time he pulls me near, I just want to cheer. This song didn't come out just seven years after I was born. I would swear that this is a song about me. <laughs> it, it's 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 a song about this woman who loves this guy, like despite all of his foibles and 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 shortcomings. There's something about him. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that there's something about me, but there's all sorts of shortcomings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It is a great song. But you can just do it. By the end of this, I'm going to give the list of things he can't do. Yeah. <laughs> and what he can do and just measure it up. I mean, that's a super short verse. So you can't have that verse without the chorus. Let's hear it for the boy. Let's give the boy a hand. Let's hear it for my baby. You know, you got to understand. And then they, here's what you need to know. Maybe he's no Romeo, but he's my loving one man show. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's hear it for the boy. So, um, one man love and show. I don't know what to say about that. Me neither, because I think it could go a couple ways. Okay, but they went the um, family friendly route. Yes, which I appreciate. Yeah, and the song itself is a pretty family friendly song, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah that that makes sense. What are the other ways it could have gone? Do you think? Oh man, well. I'm thinking it could have been like a magic mic thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could have been uh, uh, hotter than I'm willing to trot. Gotcha. Okay. But we keep it family friendly here at Bill and Frank's Guilt Free Pleasures. Yeah. And so does Denise Williams. So, you know, we're on the same page here. We're in our own Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Our first ceremony is we induct ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So... Let's go to verse two. I, I mean, unless we want to analyze that further. There's really not a whole lot to analyze, right? Let's talk about more things he can't do. <laughs> it's making me feel better yeah. about myself. Should I say my baby or should I just say Frank? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my baby may not be rich. He's watching every dime. But he loves me, loves me, loves me. We always have a real good time. And maybe he sings off key, but that's all right by me. Yeah. Because what he does, he does so well. Makes me want to yell. Let's hear it for the boy. Yeah, again, like, I don't have the most melodic singing voice, and you know, I'm not super rich or anything. Like, this... This is Denise, your theme? why are you singing about me? Why Why did you... Why are you a time traveler? I didn't know we'd find you a theme song this late in the podcast, but I think we <laughs> I got know, it. I think this is it. My baby may not be rich. He's watching every dime. 
All right, let's go through the list of things he can't do. He can't talk sweet. He can't dress fine. He's not a Romeo. He can't make any money. And he can't sing. So that's what I got. But what he can do is he can draw her near. He can be a loving one-man show. And then the only other thing he can do is pull her near. Yeah. <laughs> so he's like, he's uh There's a lot of holding. He's a, Yeah. So he's probably a great cuddler. Yeah. Hmm. That might be his move. Or maybe he's like uber possessive. Oh, this is that. Yeah. See, this could take other turns. Yeah, you know what? it's not taking that turn. That's not what this song's about. But her voice makes this song something positive, right? I We were reading the Tom Brahan article, we'll link it in the show notes from Stereo Gum, where yeah. he says this could be a song that's just cutting down the guy. Yeah. But it's really building him up. Yeah. It's just like, you know what? So you're not so good at all these sort of things, but let's hear it for you anyways. You're my baby. You're my man, right? Like it's, I, I think it's a, it's a, like you don't have to be awesome at everything. Yeah. So we just made it through the major lyrics of the song. Yeah. The lyrics fit perfectly. And then they let Denise do her thing by just singing through that song. And it's incredible. Just her fun vocals. Yeah. 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 And And she's playful with it, right? Oh, yeah. And there's there there's certain things that she does in the song with her vocals. What I really like is is when things are like natural, it comes out. It's uh, uh it's not overly produced or or like cleaned up or anything. I, I think my favorite part, and I might be jumping the gun here, but it's in the in the chorus. It's let's hear it for the boy. There's a ah, let's give the boy a hand. But that ah is like ah. Like, like she really hits, she really goes for it there, right? Like, it, it like I said, it's not cleaned up or pretty. It's, it's kind of raw, which, which I love it, and it kind of gives that emotion to it. So when she's giving him a hand, definitely not a helping hand, but a like a clap. Yeah, and not pat a, on the back. Like, yeah. let's congratulate this yeah. guy for doing what he does do so well. If it was a slow clap, it would be an 80s slow clap, which isn't making fun of the person. Yeah, I think the 80s existed without sarcasm. Favorite slow clap, mine is Can't Buy Me Love, the slow clap where Patrick Dempsey threatens to break some guy's arm with a bat once he's come to realize his wrong ways about trying to be cool. And once he's threatened the guy and the guy leaves, the big football jock guy gets yeah. a slow clap. Okay. Do you remember any slow claps? Well, I mean, I'm trying to think. Was there a slow clap scene in Hoosiers? There's got to be. There's got to be a clap scene in that. Does that movie make you cry? Well, it's a sports movie with uh, with a like a positive message and an uplifting sort of ending. Of course, it made me cry. Yeah. Me too. What's your favorite part of the song? Other than the yeah? Yeah, I guess that is your favorite part. And the synth bass. For me, my favorite part is a big section which we brought up but that last minute where boy meets girl joins up on the backup vocals yeah, 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 and yeah. then we get to hear the vocal gymnastics that denise williams does but yeah. she doesn't do them the way that the sort of self-centered vocal gymnastics we would catch in some of the 90s tunes yeah it is somebody just full of joy and still singing about how much she loves this guy so all the things she's doing is about praising this guy yeah but she has this baby part where she says 
But then my favorite though is when she does this like almost whistle register. Ah 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 ah. Yeah. I don't even know how to. I'll just play it here. It's almost like a little giggle in there. Like she's like a, uh, and I'm going to get called out for this somewhere, I'm sure. But like, it's almost like a little schoolgirl type of like, she, she's giddy about him, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is, which is kind of cool and refreshing. And again, it's, the, it's that, um, that raw kind of emotion part of the song that, yeah. the, the stuff that I like. Listening to the song, I didn't realize till years later how important those backing vocals were at the end. So when you have both uh, George Merrill, Shannon Rubicam coming in there and just killing it. Unbelievable. Let's also talk about the music videos. Well, there, there, there's two of them. There's the official video, yeah, and then there's the one that went along with the, um, with the movie Footloose. And I, I want to say Footloose has it has at least two montage scenes. Yeah, actually, and there's also the scene where he's angry and dances it off in a factory in the forest. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did <laughs> which is okay. And honestly, if you've ever seen the movie Hot Rod, there's this great angry dance scene in that movie as well like andy samberg just does this fantastic send-up of a footloose in there but uh that's 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 a side note maybe maybe we put the video for that in in the in the show notes (laughs) for sure all right what do you want to start with the footloose montage or the official video let's talk about the official video great i think yep so it begins with the kid sitting in class with a dunce cap on yeah and on the board it says i will not fidget which is tough to see as an educator, because if the kid has, he could have Tourette's or ADHD or whatever, and they put him in a corner, mm-hmm. thank goodness Denise Williams comes. Now, is she showing up as an angel, or is she just person on the street coming to save him? I don't know if she's either. I think she's just there to support him, you know, to give the boy a hand. Well, she did kind of produce some magic because when she takes off the oh, cap oh yeah and then he has his little fred astero outfit. exactly and then he does his full move and gives her a yeah. kiss on the cheek yeah so uh as an educator bill when was the last time that you utilized a dunce cap only in my stag and doe they put one on me put me in the corner and okay. then no one bought me out of that for like a half hour but as as an educator you've never actually gave a kid a dunce cap to wear I have never given a kid a dunce cap to wear. I'd like just put that right on the record right now. I think that was maybe an 80s thing, right? I made a kid smell his dirty shoes once. <laughs> that was awful. Oh, it was no. a low moment. Oh, no. He fell on the ground and didn't get up. And he did, did that kind of death move. Yeah. It was very funny. Yeah. And then everyone laughed. Because his feet cl- were that bad? I've never smelled anything that bad before. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was a low moment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so next scene is the nerd at the piano or i th- i just call them nerds cuz the 80s yeah. classic thing oh he's got glasses and she the angel i'm going to guess angel or some sort of spirit of fun yeah. comes in the room takes his glasses off and he has that kind of cross-eyed moment and suddenly he changes into almost like a cross between 
Elton John and Ducky from Pretty in Pink. Oh, okay. And I was going to say Elvis, but you know. Sure. Elvis Ducky. Yeah. Either way, he ends up finding his rhythm, jumps up on top of the piano. This is what I don't like. Kicks off all these pictures and they clearly break on the ground. Yeah. And then does his whole dance routine on top of the piano. Yeah. So there you go. Number two. Yeah. And then in the last one, it, there's this whole football scene and everything revolves around gained confidence and dance. The football player has this great dance where he's able to kick his feet high in the air. And then after that, all these other people come out who can now do karate moves. They can have burning pieces of wood that they throw up and down. Yeah, like a burning, a uh, flaming baton or exactly, whatever it yeah. is, right? And just everyone's out there and uh, they're all dancing with Denise Williams. Yeah. And I think I think the, the video is just trying to like celebrate the, the found confidence and just you know, celebrating what you are good at. It doesn't matter what you're not so great at, but what you are good at. That's yeah. that's the important thing, right? Yeah, that's a good summary of the yeah. song. Yeah. Now, the, the other video, yes. which is basically the montage oh. scene from uh, from Footloose, which is, which is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Chris Penn's character... Willard, right? Willard, yeah. He doesn't understand music at all. Just watching him snap to the beat, and Kevin Bacon has to stop him and get him on time. It's just like, oh, Willard's me because yeah. I have no rhythm. <laughs> but also all the all the uh, sort of dancing sequences that Willard ends up doing. There's a lot of gymnastics in there. It's incredible. So you have them doing a really bad job of keeping on the beat, yeah. whatever that means. Yeah. But then you have the moment where they're in the fields and he does this big roll down the field. And then there's another scene where these kids are teaching him how to sing. They're, they're kind of dancing with him. Yeah. Because kids are natural, so they're kind of on beat, and he's way off it. But something happens around the 2 minute 11 mark in the video where he suddenly gets better. Yeah. I think it's when he's on the stands and he's able to move his feet. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Something, and when he's kind of doing his own exercise thing on his own outside, he finds his rhythm. So I reached out to a dance instructor. Okay. That I know to ask, what is this dancing that he pulls off at the end? Because by the end, he's doing something. Yeah. I just didn't understand it. So I, uh, I reached out to my friend, Tiff Beauparlant, and she is both a teacher and a dance instructor. So I asked her this. I have a dance question for you, and I explained that we're doing a weekly podcast. I assume she already knew about it. Well, I assume everybody yeah, yeah. knows about course, it. Of course, of course so. I said... In the montage scene from Footloose, what type of dance does Chris Penn master by the end? Is it mostly just freestyle, but he's on beat? Does Kevin Bacon have any actual teaching skills? And then I sent it to her. And she said, it's like line dancing with a little bit of hip-hop freestyle. Okay. And that makes perfect sense because he's country boy. Mm -hmm. There's that fight at the bar where he couldn't dance. Yeah. So it's a combo of line dancing and freestyle. Yeah. So there you go. There we go. Deep research. Thank you, Tiff. Yeah. All right, let's go through some categories. Yeah. Song Universe Mixtape. You got a mixtape, don't you? I have a, a fairly extensive one. Okay. I Usually I go with a theme, but this one I just felt like feel of the song. So okay. the Song Universe, I guess, right? Yep. The The first two we've we've done. Yeah. So Gloria, Laura yeah. Brannigan. Very good. Waiting for a Star to Fall, Boy Meets Girl. Good call. I want to dance with somebody, Whitney Houston. Yeah. I feel for you, Shaka Khan. Ooh. I'm so excited, the Pointer Sisters. I'm coming out, Diana Ross. Walking on Sunshine, 
Katrina and the Waves, and then finishing it off with What a Feeling, Irene Cara. So you got the texture down. Yeah. I took a different turn. So I went for the rarely used in the last 10 or 15 episodes, Song Universe. Okay. So I wanted a song that was about a guy, not out of the league, because that goes to She's Like the Wind and he's out of her league and all that, but something where the guy doesn't really have a lot going for him. Yep. But he's still the one. Should I toy in future episodes? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So the first one. Chet Baker's My Funny Valentine, which is where he sings about the person he's in love with. But the more he sings about the person, the more he describes that person as being ugly. Oh. <laughs> it's really bad, really. Like, yeah. what are they saying? You're like, so you start to feel bad yeah, for this person. But it's a fantastic jazz standard. But when yeah, you yeah. hear it, it's like, wait a second. Next up, He's so shy by the Pointer Sisters. Oh, okay. Uh, it sounds like he's good looking because they say it in the song, but he's still really shy. Yep. And then finally, my last one, Jeff Healy, Angel Eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah? Nice. Where he talks about, I was the guy who never learned to dance, never even got a second chance. And then he's, what What did I do? What did I say? Turn your angel eyes my way. So there's my three song universe songs. And we will put that together on a mixtape that will just widely diverge at some point. (laughs) I think, yeah, our two mixtapes are crazy different. Yeah, they are. Okay, next category. I have written here, could Michael Bolton? And I scratched it out. I put, could Celine Dion cover this song? See, I was thinking that too. Um, I don't know if Celine Dion could, but I think fantasy era Mariah Carey. Very good. Because yeah. she was a little she was a little more fun yep. in that sort of a stage of, of her career. And Whitney Houston t- yes. could do that this as well. I feel like at that last minute where Boy Meets Girl comes in, yep. I wonder if they would be able to handle sharing the limelight. Yeah, it's difficult. But I think Denise does a really good job yeah. of um she's not so overpowering that that she just steals the show. She's okay with people giving her that hand. Yeah. And she still reaches those insane notes. Oh, I know, right? Okay. Where would you most likely hear this song? It's definitely a Prudem's Landing song. So if you go back to our uh, Bad Boy uh, episode, you'd understand what a Prudem's Landing song is. Yeah, this is definitely a Prudem's Landing song. Or a Clifton Hill song. Yeah, this is a summertime song where you're, you're at some sort of local low budget there, there, fair. yeah there's a carnival or yeah. something like that it's it's definitely playing this there. is perfect yeah 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 okay i have a special category it's history of the times okay when this okay. came out but i've changed it instead of having depressing history of what's yeah. going on geopolitically <laughs> i'm gonna talk to you about tv shows and what was going on in them when this song reached number one so what happened in um in different strokes when this hit number one good call kim moves out so kimberly moves out she's gonna move in with her boyfriend it's a big sort of uh yeah shocking episode i'm pretty sure i wasn't allowed to watch it so that happened in may same month that this goes to number one so that's the last of dana plateau at least as a main character yeah on different strokes a team murdoch gets shot do you remember that one where murdoch oh, gets yeah. shot and they have all these flashback episodes yeah 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 Okay, Happy Days series finale. Oh, really? Joni Mary's Chachi. Okay. And then I threw this one in. I think, I don't know if it came out in May, but it's around this time of the year, maybe a few months earlier. 
Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> they blow up Walnut Grove. Oh, seriously? Yeah. yeah. But the special movies, they used to come out of Little House on the Prairie. They blow up Walnut Grove and it's called The Final Farewell. Oh, okay. But then, because of the timing, in December, they release another Little House on the Prairie movie called God Bless the Dear Children or something like yeah. that, where it's still, it was supposed to come out a few months earlier, but it comes out later in the year. Walnut Grove has been blown to smithereens. Yeah. But in the uh, in the movie in December, this is way too much information. Anyways, Laura Ingalls and Almanzo's kid, I think, gets kidnapped. They have to find her. Walnut Grove's still there, so it's a bit of a time leap. Yeah, okay. Not sure if it's a time travel. I didn't know Walnut Grove actually blew up. Yeah, they blew it up with dynamite. Oh, wow. Okay, so <laughs> if you hear it, let's hear it for the boy in the background. It doesn't feel as sad. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, you're going to have to go back to one of our previous episodes, uh, Bad Boy by Gloria Estefan and Miami Sound Machine, and then compare it to to this song. Because I think they're very similar, but very different in the sense that it's a woman who's in Bad Boy, she's going after the bad boy. And in uh, Let's Hear It for the Boy, it's about celebrating the guy who, yeah, he's not cool necessarily, but she loves him anyway. And there was a comment that we mentioned that Bad Boy was the start to breaking up families all across North America. And what a terrible song it was because it, it encouraged uh, women to go after after Bad Boys, which which is obviously hilarious um, in, in its own right as, as a comment. But I think this is the opposite. You can go after a Bad Boy, but you can also go after the nice guy. Yeah. You can go after the guy who doesn't necessarily have everything going for him, but you love him anyway. And that describes the songs we choose. Yeah. Right? They might not be the ones who are perfectly loved by everyone in the culture, or at least the gatekeepers, but we love them, love them, love them. We always have a real good time. Thanks for listening to Bill and Frank's Guilt-Free Pleasures.